0: Welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness, where we explore health, fitness, transitioning and queer life from beyond the binary. Proudly brought to you by Fearless Movement Collective, the home of queer fitness and health. And here's your host, Bowie Stover. Hi there, welcome to Non-Gendered Fitness. This is episode number 17. My name is Bowie Stover. I use they, them pronouns and I am stoked to have you join me. This show is recorded on the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty never was and never will be ceded. And I pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. Today, friends, I wanted to talk with you about the toxic culture of the fitness industry and the enforcement of gender stereotyping, harmful body shaming and policing of people's identities and lifestyles. I mean, now you may think this is pretty big topic. And it was, it came up with a conversation I was having with one of my crew, one of the people that I train uh, around their experiences with accessing gyms, accessing training spaces. And I thought, what a time to talk about it, because this is an opportunity where we are right now with a lot of gyms having to close their doors due to the pandemic, that maybe there's a chance that we can have a shift in the culture I mean, I think that's really optimistic, but there's an opportunity to have a shift in the culture around how the fitness industry pushes its messaging out. So by the end of this episode, I hope that you can have an understanding of how the fitness industry uses toxic messaging to influence people to subscribe to their gyms and training facilities, how training and moving your body can be empowering and affirming for you, and feeling confident that any way you choose to move yourself, express your identity or live your lifestyle is absolutely perfect and valid. Now, before we jump in, I do want to acknowledge that there are good trainers out there that are respectful trainers out there. They are aware. They are understanding of more than people from their own experiences. And there are training studios and gyms out there that are the same. But the thing is, they are not the majority. And trainers that are pushing these harmful views are not necessarily intending to be malicious. I think a lot of it comes from a lack of awareness. We don't know what we don't know. So these people aren't intentionally being harmful and I'm sure they think they're doing the right thing and they think they're being helpful but they don't have an understanding of being on the receiving end of that or understanding that other experiences the people, particularly from queer, trans, and gender diverse experiences, also face outside of those training areas. So it can be really harmful when someone with that lack of awareness is trying to tell you how to how to look, how to be, what you have to do to meet a particular social standard that is just like bullshit. <laughs> to say that there is some toxic messaging used by the fitness industry would be an understatement. And this is not to say that every person is preaching it, like I said, but there is a very large percentage of trainers out there who express the view that being overweight is wrong and it's unhealthy and something you should want to change, that you should be ashamed of it. And this body shaming, and it's not just with people who are overweight, but it's a very big group of people that are targeted by that. That if The moment that you're holding what they perceive as an excess amount of soft tissue in your body, you need to do something about it to change that because that's not okay. And while people have all sorts of reasons for jumping into training and moving their bodies and learning how to become more active, training for superficial goals like having a body for bikinis or for summer um which is what the fitness industry and so many trainers push is just damaging i just it is short-sighted it is ignorant it's just trying to make everyone fit into this little cookie-cut image of you know what they perceive the world to be like you know, these are this. This is the same messaging that says all people perceived as female should want to be thin, and that all people perceived as male should want to be muscular and lean, or that strong isn't sexy if said strong person happens to have a vagina, and strong is a manly attribute. So these sorts of messaging, it's out there everywhere. And on top of that, you bring in the food shaming that takes place, the judgment on folks who eat because they enjoy eating or because, you know, some people have an emotional attachment to food and it's a coping mechanism for them. And there's that lack of understanding, that lack of compassion. They'll judge people and be like, carbs are bad. If you're eating them, you're wrong. You're just going to get fat. Or that eating fatty foods is wrong and eating them is just going to make you fat. And that eating nothing isn't enough and it's just going to make you fat. Fuck, we're noticing a trend here. It's just constant rhetoric that there is so much shaming put out there around people who may be carrying some extra soft tissue within their bodies. Like it's not okay. That is, oh, why would you want to be like that? You must be unhealthy. And people really don't have an excuse these days when it comes to saying this really ignorant talk. Instead of empowering people to do what they can, they're shaming them into wanting to change themselves because they don't want to be judged. Or they go to a a gym because they feel like they have to because they can't look the way they do. They can't be who they are. And how is a person supposed to feel good about getting moving when all they may be seeing or hearing is a message that they are wrong to be who they are or how they are? You know, I've had folks tell me that they want to train at home before they join a gym. So they look fitter. So they've lost some weight. So they have some muscles before they go. Like it blew my mind when I had crew telling me these things. I want to go to a gym, but I don't look like I should be there. It's like That is something seriously wrong if people are feeling like they've got to get fit before they can have a respected presence in a gym space. like This is something that seriously needs to be addressed because these are supposed to be spaces where anyone can come to move their body, to learn how to do something new, to become more active, to connect with other people who are doing similar things. But it's It's not. So many gyms and training spaces are just fucking judgmental. They're toxically masculine. They're full of beefcakes who are all jacked up and think they're the best things around. And if anyone who isn't like that is there, they fucking judge them. The amount of gym shaming videos I've seen of people doing exercises, like gym fails and stuff like that. It's like, I don't think that's okay. Because what they're doing, if they know better, is watching someone do something that can potentially hurt them or does hurt them without going, Hey, you know, I can help you with that. I know what I know how to do this movement. How about I give you some tips? Instead, they'll judge. And then they post that stuff on the internet. Like, what is with that? It is such a damaging culture. And it's perpetuated by the fitness industry because the fitness industry wants you to feel shit about yourself. The fitness industry wants you to feel so bad that you buy that gym subscription, but then feel so shamed about who you are that you don't actually attend the gym because... Then people would see you and and when you're first learning to move or you've moved in the past but you've stopped and you're getting back into it, it is uncomfortable and it can be awkward and it can feel really challenging and having people who are going to look at you or judge you or just not be inviting is not going to encourage you to want to go to that space. And the gyms bet on that because they want your money. They sell so many more gym subscriptions than what the gym has a capacity to fit in. And they know that most people aren't going to actually attend. They want your money. They want you to feel shame and bad about yourself, but they don't want to actually do the things that support you to make those positive changes in your life on your terms. And who would want to end up in a space like that? Like when we think about it, do we really want to go into a space where we feel like that's the expectation required of us to fit in? That sounds like really shit people to me. Like I don't think they're people I'd want to associate with because that's not nice. It's It's judgmental. It's assuming that everyone has to meet their expectation and not accepting people as they are, who they are, how they are, which is... Perfect. There's nothing wrong with these people. There's nothing wrong with anyone for how they look, for how they act, for how they live. And to have to feel like you've got to fit some standard to enter those sorts of spaces is absolutely disgraceful. And this is quite a personal experience, actually, because when I moved to Melbourne, I started working for a trainer that i had spent many years following i learned a lot of the kettlebell work that i do from them and i thought they were this really cool human and on screen watching them do this exercise and their knowledge base it was amazing they know so much they have like over 20 years experience they're a really knowledgeable and good trainer but they were someone that i could not believe how much they shame people they were judgmental if you're not measuring your food then you're guessing you're not going to get results it's all about weighing everything that you put in your body you should always want to be trying to get a really low body fat percentage and really judgmental stuff and really outdated and I found it really challenging because I started trying to live up to that expectation because I was I started working with this person and I started training with them and I started training under them and they never gave compliments they never said good job they never said you're doing well it was just you were never doing enough it was never enough and I was I got into this headspace of no matter what I did no matter how I looked it wasn't good enough I could try harder and I was always I started getting this voice in my head that was saying well that's not good enough oh you should have done better you could have done more why are you even bothering it's not going to be good enough and this is exactly the type of culture that so many people out there experience and it doesn't matter who you are. It is. It's damaging. It's so harmful. And I stopped working with that person a couple of years ago now. But it has literally taken me over two years to start to reshape. How I perceive myself and how I view the training that I do, and stop judging myself for it because that's what I would do. It'd be like, oh, well, it's not up to their standard. It's not something they'll prescribe. They would tell me that I could work, I would have to work so much harder, that it was nothing, that it wasn't good enough. And it's really taken a lot to change that narrative and to be kind to myself and be like, you know what? It is okay. How do you want to look? Because it doesn't have to fulfill their expectations. You don't have to be at at 17% body fat. You don't have to be so focused on being lean and muscular that you have to fulfill the expectation because it wasn't making me happy. I was doing it because I wanted to impress them. I wanted just once for them to say, well done, Bowie. And it never came. And it really taught me a big lesson in how I want to be treated by a trainer and how myself as a trainer how I want to treat people because having been on the receiving end of that and I learned a lot from him and there was a point where I was just as hard on people and in retrospect it's not helpful it's not nice it's not it's not something that most people want and it's not okay it's about meeting people where they're at and accepting them for who they are because Everyone likes encouragement and support and acceptance and validation for who they are and where they're starting out at and that what they're doing is enough. And that's not, there's not enough of that out there from so many trainers. It's like, well, if you're still overweight in some way or socially perceived as overweight, then you're not doing enough. You should be trying harder. It's not good enough. And they'll start throwing like, you, you know, you're going to get diabetes. You're going to get this illness. You're going to get that illness. It's like, friend, are you a doctor? please don't start preaching medical conditions at me unless you're a doctor because you're a fitness trainer and you are overstepping your skill set right there. And that is not okay. Stay in your lane, friend. <laughs> See, moving your body needs to be done on your terms. It needs to be something that helps you feel good. So figuring out how you want to feel what things you want to be able to do in your life, and how you want to see yourself. Because seriously, who gives a fuck what anyone else thinks of you? Their opinion means absolutely nothing, especially if it's shaming you about how you look, your identity, how you act, or how you live. You don't need those sorts of people in your life. And if they are friends, or if they are a coach, then I would really strongly suggest reassessing whether or not it's beneficial to you to be connected to them because that sort of language and judgment and harmful rhetoric is not going to help you you got to do what's good for you and what helps you feel good and not try and live up to someone else's expectation and you can explore all types of movement and i know i've said this a lot (laughs) but it's important because you don't have to stick to one thing just because you try something out if it's not your bag that's okay you haven't failed It is not failing to try things out until you find what works for you. That's you exploring what you enjoy and what's going to fulfill and enrich your life and meet you where you're at with what your capabilities are and how you feel comfortable to move. So it's not a failure to try out new things or to not be very good at stuff. That's okay. None of us are great at everything, but finding our strengths and finding where we are good at things and working on that is perfect because that's what's going to build you up. So it is not a failure to try different things, to explore all the ways that you can move, be creative. So there's no standard. It's not about fitting into a gym. It's not about just going to a gym and lifting heavy shit. That works for some people. It doesn't work for everyone. So really explore what's going to be your gym. It could just be a social sport, you know? Doesn't have to be fancy. It could be just walking. Walking is amazing for our bodies, and that is enough. It can be life changing, just getting outside, getting some fresh air, some sunlight, moving our bodies a little. But whatever you decide to do, make sure it's fulfilling for you because it doesn't matter what the messaging out there says about the fucking judgmental bullshit of how you may be, what your identity is, or how you look, anything like that. It doesn't matter. It's got to be for you. And then fuck the fitness industry. <laughs> There's been It's been too long that they've been pushing this bullshit agenda. It's like, instead of saying, why do you want to move? What is that deep down desire you have that is going to drive you to do the things that will help you achieve them? These questions aren't being asked. It's very superficial. And you know, it's okay to have weight loss as a goal, but it doesn't have to be everything. It's a generally a side effect that happens when we move our bodies. It's going to happen. The more we start moving, the more our body uses our stored energy, which accumulates as fat in our bodies. So as soon as you start moving, it will become a byproduct of movement is you will start to use that stored energy to fuel your body. But it doesn't have to be your main focus because that can be really hard and really challenging because it's not always going to be a fast journey that you do start to use up that stored energy. It can take time. So being able to focus on other positive achievements that you can have along the way can going to be really helpful. You know, being pushed by gyms or trainers to lose weight is a bullshit social construct. It's a toxically masculine societal view that wants to keep people perceived as women as weak beneath men and as objects to fulfill men's desires as pieces of property. You know, if a person with a vagina is an acceptably thin, feminine, and hairless in the right places, they are lesser in social status and little quotey fingers, not sexy. It's like, what the fuck is that? And it also pushes down people who are perceived as male, who may be less muscular or holding more soft tissue because, because they're not muscular and lean, then they aren't manly enough. You know, more little quotey fingers. I'm going to break my fingers, the amount of quotey fingers I'm going to be doing. (laughs) These these gendered stereotypes, they remind me of Barbie and Kendo's. You know, the ideal woman must be thin with a large chest, blonde, and the ideal man must be lean and muscular, and they both have to definitely be white but tanned. It's like, this is this is such a harmful image. It ignores the huge diversity of humans throughout the world, and there's so much messaging out there, and it's just ignores so many identities. It's so cishet focused and it's white focused and it's and it's focused on people who have some financial access so that they can then go to these spaces and do these things and spend money on themselves to look this specific way that society says that they should look. And these views are not truth. They do not have the right to force their opinion of how bodies Cody fingers should Look onto you. That is their opinion. And their opinion is great for them, but you don't have to fulfill any sort of standard to meet their opinion. So, how can you do this? Well, there's so much messaging out there, and it can be really hard to see through it. It's all over social media, it's in the movies, and There's not a lot of relatable portrayals of diverse people and diverse bodies in these spaces. I mean, it's slowly getting better, but it's got so much further to go and it just needs to change. But as I said earlier, there are some trainers and there are some gyms out there that are affirming of all bodies, of all identities, of people from all experiences. They accept people as they are. They're welcoming. They are there. (laughs) <laughs> and they may be hard to find because they get often swamped by the amount of like Insta trainers out there that just look like they're all cut from the same little cookie mold, and it's just atrocious. <laughs> but I did have a quest through Instagram, and there's a bunch of trainers that I follow who I think are pretty freaking cool. They're super affirming, oh, and I will link to these in the show notes, so you can click on these if you're on the Instagram. You can click on these uh, links and it'll take you to these profiles so you can check out some of the stuff that is around to help you just see that there are people out there who fucking care about you as you and want you to just be you. And they don't want you to fulfill an expectation of anyone else, of theirs, of what society says that you should look like. And these are folks like Dibs PT, Train With Becca, Rooted Resistance, Decolonizing Fitness, Non-Normative Body Club. Feelless Movement Collective, Pony Club Gym, Pink Manta Ray, Black Girl Pilates, Alien Athlete, Grit Fitness, Non-Conforming Fitness, and Harlan Lifts. These are just a few of the trainers that I know of out there. They are queer or they're trans, and they are just amazing humans, and their messaging is beautiful, and they share such open and positive stuff. And it's really, really fucking nice to see because it's not so common. So there are many more people out there. You just need to like have a look. <laughs> these are people. These people are a great start. And if you do need some affirming, body positive, supportive folks that celebrate all bodies, all identities, and all abilities, then I definitely recommend you start with these profiles because they are going to show you that all hope is not lost. See, <laughs> finding. Positive messaging is so important. Being able to relate to other folks out there and their journeys can really help you feel less alone because sometimes it can feel like you just, you could be the only person, you must be the only person out there who's feeling like this. And that's just not the case. The fitness industry ostracizes so many different people from all backgrounds and identities and experiences. And if you happen to be close to some of these trainers, then you could also access their support directly. See, these are folks that are all around the world. There's people from Canada and England and America and Australia and they are there and you can access them. You can find out all of their details in the links that I've provided in the show notes so you can see where they're at and if you're close and check them out because they are going to be helping to support other people that are probably on a really similar journey to you with similar experiences the rad thing about social isolation i never thought i'd say that in a sentence but <laughs> is that all of these trainers i've shared with you are posting great workouts online they're running video classes so you can actually access them right now either for free or via donation So you're not even limited by location. You can check a trainer out and if they happen to be in the States, you can still follow them. You can still get the good stuff. Yes. How great is that? You are not limited by where you live to be able to access these incredible humans. And checking out the people that you can relate to is awesome. Remember, you can choose to train any way that you like. And all the folks I've spoken about are offering a great variety of different training styles that you can explore. So, really take that time and find what works for you because something that works for one person is not going to be someone else's jam, and that is totally okay. And breaking out of this ingrained cycle of toxic shaming of our bodies, our identities, and our lives can be really tough and it does take time. It's trauma caused by these experiences, it shapes our whole identities. So, it's going to be a process. As I shared, it took me years to change my thinking about myself because of my last mentor, someone whom I thought was going to be supporting me. And turns out it became one of the toughest experiences that I've faced with training because I started to shame myself. And it's been a really big process of really doing the work to change my thinking about who I am and where I'm at and what I can and can't do. Now, one thing you can do when you're starting to like really reflect on these views that you may have, these toxically ingrained views of the shame we hold within our bodies, about our bodies, about our identities. Find a positive affirmation that you can say each day. Now I know that's gonna sound like a bit fluffy, (laughs) but honest glob, it can make a difference. See our subconscious brain doesn't distinguish what is truth from what is a story that we are telling ourselves. It just believes everything. Our subconscious brain believes everything. And then when it believes that, it plays out these stories and in our actions that we practice every day consciously. So if we start doing little things to change that story and change one little belief about ourselves... Over time, it has a little flow on effect and we start being more open to seeing that there's a different way we can think about ourselves. There's a different story that we can tell ourselves about ourselves. (laughs) So start with something easy that you can believe. That's really important. You don't go out and start saying an affirmation like, I'm amazing, if you don't believe it. And that's a hard one. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there are people out there who think they're amazing, but are you always going to feel amazing? (laughs) You know, sort of being realistic and being able to believe the affirmation that you're saying is going to really help so find something that you're good at because that's a great start you know it could be anything are you good at cooking are you a good friend a great listener like excellent at dressing in a way that helps you feel good Like, do you feel good about your hair maybe your handwriting is very nice But find that one little thing and build on it. Acknowledge that one little thing about you. Because there's got to be something. And every day, just take a moment to say it. Like, it only takes a minute, right? Every day you could say, I am great at dressing myself. Or I feel okay about being me. Or I'm a good friend. Or I'm happy about my hair. But keep it small and keep it simple. And just... That one little time every day. And when you say it, really try and believe it. See it as truth. That there are good things about you. Because it can be really hard to see that when we're, we spend so long being bombarded by stuff that says otherwise. And the more often you start saying a nice thing about you, the easier it becomes to believe the nice thing and to begin to see that the negative messaging out there isn't yours to take on. Because we don't have to accept it. It doesn't have to be true. Someone else can say it, but that doesn't make it true. Even if they believe it, that doesn't make it our truth. Because you're an excellent human exactly as you are. And no one is perfect. You know, what is considered attractive or acceptable or desirable is totally subjective. It's all subjective and based on each person's own personal opinion the fact that there's even this social beauty standard is fucking ridiculous because if it's subjective and everyone has different preferences and different likes and dislikes it is not possible to fulfill an expectation on what is perceived as acceptable because i mean as i mentioned it's pretty much fed down by the patriarchal society that we live in social beauty standards are make-believe they don't have power if you don't believe in them I know that may be hard to believe, (laughs) but it is true, and the messaging out there may say things to the contrary, but please believe me, friend, that we don't have to buy into this. You are fucking perfect, exactly how you are. The fitness industry does not represent everyone equally. It lifts up a certain type of person, a certain group of people, and pushes down everyone else. So maybe you're finding it really hard to believe that you could actually say a positive thing about yourself. If that's the case, how about trying something neutral instead? So you could start with something like, I like the color, whatever. I'll use me an example. I like the color green. I really like the color green. (laughs) And the color green makes me feel happy. It's safe. It's neutral. It's not about you, but it's about a preference you have. So start with something neutral. You might say to yourself, I have eyebrows. Or maybe you don't have eyebrows. And then you could say, I don't have eyebrows. But something that's a bit factual. It's neutral. It's not, it's not hard to believe if it's kind of a truth of something you can see or a little thing that you can feel. And just start practicing there. And... It can feel weird. It can feel clunky. Saying affirmations, I tell you, when I first started it, I felt a bit like like a bit of a fluff burger. I'm going to be honest with you, standing there, and I would look at myself in the mirror, I am a good listener. And I was like, oh, saying it out loud feels so weird. And it can feel weird at first. And that's okay. New things, trying new things out, it does feel weird. And you can do it by yourself. You can even just whisper it. You don't even have to say it. We could just think it to start with. Or write it down on a piece of paper and just look at it. You don't have to verbalize it. But start small, start safe, start with something neutral that you can see as truth. And then start that process from there. Start with things that may not feel so confronting. And then over time, you could explore things that may relate a little more towards things about yourself that you feel may help you start seeing something a little bit good about you. So we don't have to get all the way to that end result right away. It takes time and be kind to yourself because we spend so long learning these false narratives about who we should be and then how we should be that breaking those stories that are ingrained in our minds can be really challenging. So be kind to yourself. It's okay. Just remember, even if you don't feel it, it is totally okay being you just as you are right now you are a uniquely amazing human that rocks at being you and it can just take time to see that for yourself but others around you probably already see that so let's go over what we've touched on today (laughs) it's been as always a big podcast we have looked at the toxic and untrue messaging about body shaming, food shaming and gender stereotyping spread by the fitness industry and trainers within it, regardless of their intention, regardless of the final outcome they are looking to achieve, it is harmful bullshit. And you don't have to buy into it, friend. We've looked at how you can begin to see positive messaging about yourself and all bodies by placing your eyeballs on some of those Instagram prof- profiles that I shared with you. And again, linked in the show notes, check them out, friends. They are some really cool people that are just spreading really great stuff because there's, a, there's supportive coaches and training spaces out there. There may be a small amount of them right now, but they are there. And we've looked at practicing neutral or positive affirmations about how to help change the story you may be telling yourself about your image or identity. Because there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are uniquely you and totally amazing. Now, if you have any questions about this episode, if you'd like to learn about how we may be able to support you, you can go to our website, www.fearlessmovement.co and send us a message. You can jump in, you can try out. One of our trials, you could go a little bit further and try out some of our at-home training. All that stuff is there for you to access. If you have a question or a topic that you'd like discussed in an episode, let us know. I would love to talk about the things that you want to hear about. Also feel welcome to pop in and leave a review at Apple Podcasts or any other place you may be able to leave a review. I would love your feedback. I would love to hear from you. If you like what you're hearing, you can follow us on Facebook at Fearless Movement Collective. You can do that on Instagram by following Non gendered Fitness at non underscore underscore fitness, at Fearless Movement Collective, as Fearless underscore Movement underscore Co, or me Bowie as the dot no dot t dot n b spelled e n b i e. So until next week, friends, remember, your body is beautiful exactly as it is. It is uniquely yours and no one can tell you how you can express yourself or how you can be yourself. So explore ways to move that help you feel good and affirm who you are and what you want to do for you. The only thing that matters are the things that you want to do to support you. Have a rad-ass day, pals.